0: Welcome to the Getting Mindful with Megan podcast. It's here that we will deep dive into the many different aspects of the mind, body, and spirit, all with the intention that you walk away with steps and a resolve to live better. You ready? Let's get mindful. I am so grateful that you guys are here. Today, we're taking mindset and mental agility back to the basics. I have found so much power in my life because the principles I'm gonna teach you today, probably more than any other principles that I have learned, you know how sometimes the most simple structures have the most impact? Well, that's how I feel about today's episode. So buckle up. This one's going to be a good one. Before we get started, I wanted to ask a little favor of you guys. This year, my goal, my big dream this year is to grow this podcast and to grow my social media channels. So if you hear anything here today or you're on social media and you see something I post and it impacts you and you think it has the power to impact somebody else, would you do me a favor and just share that? It would help me so much. And hopefully, it helps others too. Okay, let's get started with today's episode. Today, I want to talk to you guys about the mindfulness practice of becoming a conscious observer of your thoughts. We're gonna talk about how to change a thought into a belief, how to change beliefs that are really deeply rooted, and how to get the results you want using your powerful mind. Our thoughts are one thing that we have control over that can impact us more than anything else. (laughs) Most of our thoughts are created inwardly, but some thoughts are the results of our environment. Either way, we have the power to choose and to change our thoughts, and I think it's really important for you to hear that. We have the power to choose and change our thoughts. We have circumstances. All of us have different circumstances in life, right? Our circumstances are the bare bones of a situation. This is the facts. This is just what is. Some of these things we create on our own And some of them just happen to us. Either way, we're all constantly having circumstances come into our lives. These circumstances propel us to think certain thoughts. Our thoughts are our opinions about those circumstances. It's kind of like saying, this is so good that this is happening, or this is bad, or I like this, or I don't like this. It's our opinion. It's wrapped in opinion. Our thoughts propel us into feeling certain emotions, and our emotions drive our actions. And our actions drive our results. So when in Proverbs, it says, as a man thinketh in his heart, even so he is, I truly believe that. I believe that's true. I love this quote by Spencer W. Kimball. He says, a man is literally what he thinks, his character being the complete sum of all of his thoughts. And it was Viktor Frankl that said that between stimulus and response is choice. You have agency, which to me means that you have power. You exercise your agency in what you think about. It's almost as literal as what you do. You know, we talk about agency a lot of times in conjunction with the idea of action, right? It's like my behaviors, I have agency to choose my behaviors. I want to take it a step further and remind you that you have you have agency to choose your thoughts as well. I love this quote from the book I'm reading, Drawing on the Powers of Heaven. It says, of all the creatures on earth, Man alone can change his thought pattern and become the architect of his destiny. So you guys, you have power to choose. And I hope you feel and understand how important that power is and how much power you have. And when you use it in a way that aligns with your highest self, you can get the results and the success that you desire in your life. Whether consciously or unconsciously, you're always viewing and interpreting the world through the lens of your thoughts and your beliefs. So what this means is that our perception is the lens that we are viewing things from. And according to like psychology and a lot of science, our interpretation of the world, according to these experts, is that very inaccurate. As our brains are simply filtering out things that don't align with what we think or what we believe, we also tend to include details that do align with what we're thinking and believing, and we interpret the world through that lens. And because of our reticular activation system in our brain, your brain goes to work to find evidence for what you choose to believe. And the more evidence it presents you, the more you believe the thoughts. And this is why I think when people get older, it's said they get like stuck in their ways. It's because they've been believing a certain thought for so long and their brain has found them so much evidence. It feels like facts to them. And because the way your brain is and the way that we view and interpret the world around us, I think it's really, really imperative, especially for you guys, people who are ambitious and goal-oriented and creators and have big dreams and goals that they want to do. It is really important that you become aware of the perception you're choosing to view your world from. If you believe that you can't accomplish your goal, your brain will go to work to filter out information that supports that belief. And then that belief will become stronger. You'll feel defeated. You'll feel disappointed, overwhelmed, et cetera. And you will not create the results you want. Any goal or dream you have will require you to do the uncomfortable work of watching your thoughts closely. It will require you to be willing to let go of old beliefs, thought habits, and patterns, and rewire new thoughts and beliefs that align with the result that you're trying to create. I'm going to be straight with you guys. This takes a lot of discipline, practice, restraint, the ability to make strong decisions, but you can do it. (laughs) And I'll be so, so straight with you. The times in my life that I've accomplished what I set out to do, it was not because I had the perfect course or the perfect regimen. It is because I did not allow thoughts that did not serve the purpose to ruminate in my mind. The times that I felt the most peace in my life was. The times that I align my thoughts with my higher self and I let go of the very, very human urge to become a victim to the people and the circumstances around me. I have become very aware that I often, I will say 99% of the time, create my own suffering. And President Russell M. Nelson said that happiness has little to do with the circumstances of our life and everything to do with the focus. So my question for you today is, do you want to do this? If you do, I'm going to show you how to change your thoughts. I think you do. I think you're going to want to do this because as you do it, you're going to find quickly how much things within you and around you can change. So let's start. The first step is to become an observer of how you are thinking and feeling. This is one of the most mindful practices you can do in your life. It's more important to me, at least, than meditating or taking grounding walks or anything like that. The idea is to become an observer of your thoughts and your feelings, asking yourself consistently, what am I thinking? What am I feeling right now? Your feelings are messengers, and we can either pay attention to them and honor them for the gift that they give us, even if it tends to be a negative emotion into our experience, and we can learn from them, or we can ignore them, shove them away, and pretend they don't exist. But if you've been with me long, you know that I teach that resistance brings persistence. They are good at their job. They will keep giving you messages until you give them the attention that they deserve. This is why I believe having a body and participating in this earth life is really crucial and important, is we need these bodies to give us contrast through our Emotions, which we feel in our body, right? So that we can determine what we want to believe. If I never had doubt, would I desire to have faith? If I never felt discouraged, would I know to choose to believe in myself? We need these feelings, we need these emotions to give us messages about what we want. So as you begin to slow your mind, body, and spirit down and begin to pay attention to your feelings and your thoughts, we can ask what message they're trying to portray to us. When I feel insecure, when I feel the energy, the emotional energy of doubt and fear and insecurity, it is telling me that my thoughts aren't aligned with my highest self. But when I feel confident and at peace and full of faith, I can know that these positive feelings are aligned with my highest self. And the scriptures, just says that by your fruits, you'll know them. If we want to know if a thought is aligned, we have to look at the fruit that it's creating. Does the way you're thinking make you feel annoyed or frustrated or overwhelmed or does it bring stability and peace? You'll know as you start to observe what fruit is being created in your life, you'll start to know if it's one that you want to keep or one that you don't. Another good idea is to even just watch your actions and your results. If you're not getting the results you want, is there any thoughts that are in direct opposition to the result you're seeking? Let's say you start working out, but you have the belief that it won't work. That is a sure way of not getting the result you want. Think about how that feels when you think this isn't going to work, then you're going to feel already before you even go discouraged and disappointed and frustrated, and you're not going to want to keep going. You're going to have like a negative association with the gym, and then the gym isn't going to be fun, and you're not going to keep going. You won't ever get those results. Observe it all, you guys. To observe is very different than to judge, so don't misunderstand me here. A favorite quote from one of my favorite yoga philosophers is BKSA Anger. He says, the greatest form of intelligence is the ability to look inward without judgment. It is so natural to see our results and the actions we've taken, our emotions, our feelings, and then judge ourselves for them. And this will lead to shame. Shame is a hiding emotion. And when you feel shame, you will hide from the truth. So you won't want to take ownership. You'll just ignore it. And kind of run, honestly. And this is going to keep you stuck, which is the perception you're viewing the world from that is not serving you. So we have to ditch judgment. We have to let go of judgment. When you're observing your thoughts and your feelings, don't judge yourself for having them. Don't think, oh, I'm the worst. I can't believe I'm thinking this. Oh, I'm the worst. I can't believe I didn't ever create that result I wanted. Or, oh, these emotions are so bad. I shouldn't feel this negative emotion in my body. No, just observe it. Oh, that's interesting i love that thought oh that's interesting that's interesting i'm feeling really anxious i must have some fear in my thinking what is this fear i want to to get to know it more and see what i'm so scared about and then i want to shift it and change it because i don't like feeling fear it's not my favorite emotion one way to get a clear picture of what you're thinking and feeling is writing it down this takes swirling thoughts out of your brain and onto paper and gives you a clearer picture of what's going on in your mind and in your body. And as you read your thoughts and feelings, it will become a lot clearer of What's more clear what's going on inside of you and will help you decipher like what you want to keep and what you want to get rid of. Journaling is something that I have been incorporating into my weekly routine and I can already see some really great benefits of it. I already knew this. I used to journal all the time, but It's a good reminder to me that when I take my thoughts out of my brain and I put them on paper, it's a lot easier to see which ones I want to keep and which ones I don't. Another safe and effective way to observe your thoughts is through the practice of prayer and meditation. I think it's so important to just turn off your phone and be with yourself. I think so many of us feel a negative emotion and we go straight to buffering and getting on our phones and We don't allow ourselves to be with that negative emotion and observe it. Instead, we just run from it, right? And, oh, I don't want to feel this or, oh, I don't like how this feels. And so we get really busy or we get on our phones and scroll or we shop, any of those things that give us a little hit of dopamine. So take some time and just be alone and quiet with yourself and see how it feels and If there are feelings that come up that you don't love, stay with them, observe them, see what's creating them. So much power in that. Another one that I love that is one of the main ways I choose to observe my own thoughts is to meet with a coach and discuss my thoughts and feelings. When I do this, you guys, I do this with people who understand my intention is to not gain validation for my unhealthy thinking or the thinking that I don't want to keep. But I do this with a coach who understands that my intention is to observe and shift my perspective. So what they do is they come and they help me see how I'm viewing things and they help me loosen the grip on it and help me find new thoughts and new ways to think about things so that I can have the results I want. I love meeting with a coach. After you begin to observe your thoughts and your feelings and your actions and your results, You can decide if the thoughts you're currently thinking are fueling the feelings and actions and results that you desire. Again, you guys, this does not mean that you want to get rid of every negative emotion. No, like Jesus wept, right? There are times to mourn. There are times to feel negative emotion. We call this clean pain. But do we continue to add our clean pain and suffer at greater levels? Do we choose to think things that are not going to get us to the places that we want to go? no. So once you've determined what you're thinking and made a conscious choice that you want to change your beliefs, we really can get to work in the practice. This step that we're moving on to, I will tell you, is the most difficult for most people. The step I'm about to describe requires a lot of humility. We have to be willing to loosen the grip on our current reality, even though I know we have so much evidence for the truth of it. And the ability to like loosen our minds and our hearts up to the idea that there might be a better way, this requires us to push up against the very instinctual and natural human desire to be right. So step one in changing your thoughts and beliefs is to believe the thought that it's not wrong to be wrong. Don't judge yourself. Let go of any shame and believe in your heart that being wrong is a crucial part of the learning process on earth, and it is necessary to becoming right. It is necessary to getting to where you want to go. Be so careful about falling into the quote-unquote truth trap. That's what we call it. Just because you can find evidence for a thought and a story that you're telling yourself doesn't mean that you want to focus your attention on it. What you feed grows. So maybe it is true that you aren't good at eating healthy right now. But feeding your brain that story, I'm not good at eating healthy right now. And even giving yourself lots of evidence for why it's true is not going to get you to eat healthy. What you feed grows. When you feed attention to that thought, you will grow that thought. You will find more evidence and more evidence until it feels factual. Compassion for yourself and everyone else in the story That you have will help loosen the grip on your thought it's okay to say it makes sense that my brain is believing this it also makes sense why everyone in this story is having their own experience what do i want to experience going forward a practice that i have when i feel a really tight grip on a thought that I can feel is out of alignment with my highest self, and I want to change it. Is I specifically let God know that I what I'm thinking is wrong. I say, I know I'm wrong here, but this is all I can see. Can you help me see it from a different perspective? And every time I I pray that prayer, I get a new perspective given to me that is so good and so easy, almost for me to grasp onto. This practice has been so extremely helpful especially when doing the deeper work of finding forgiveness and letting go of feeling fear i feel like this one is just so helpful so if you're having a really hard time loosening the grip on a thought try it the most difficult part about this whole experience is truly allowing yourself not to become a victim to your circumstances you are so powerful and the adversary does not want you to know this. You are more powerful than any circumstance in your life. You have agency. And honestly, that makes the, the little guy downstairs, <laughs> the adversary, really mad. He, it makes the person mad who decided that we shouldn't have agency when we realize how much agency and power we actually have. So don't let him win. Your brain believes that safe equals same. So changing your thoughts and belief can feel like changing a new habit. Your your brain will meet you with resistance. But we overcome the natural man, the natural parts of us. And that's why we're here is to overcome that part of us that wants to stay the same, that doesn't want to use our own power. But we have to think higher and we have to know that our in- natural instincts, they stay the same, but that our spirituality depends on progression and changing and not staying the same. So loosen the grips on the thoughts that, are not helping you feel better. Loosen the grip on the thoughts that are not getting you where you want to go. Loosen the grip on anything that keeps you from living into your full potential and power. And as you do, we can move on to the next step, which is believing a new thought. You can believe a new thought and it can have zero effect on your emotion. And that's because you don't believe it yet. (laughs) To believe is simply just to continue thinking a thought until our brain builds up enough evidence to believe it. This is why positive affirmations can be so helpful. But also if you just like say a positive affirmation once, your brain will probably reject it and you'll, it won't do anything for you. So we have to pluck out the thought that's not serving it, us, and replace it with what we want by thinking it repetitively or with a big emotion until it sticks and we can create these new neural pathways in our minds. The stronger the emotion you feel when you think of a thought, the faster it becomes a belief. A lot of thoughts we believe are programmed into our subconscious, which is why we literally can't just change a thought at once and progress to the end immediately. This is why the scriptures say that we learn line upon line. As each one of these thoughts are brought into consciousness, we can do the work, change it, and then a new thought will be brought back into our consciousness. Believing a new thought will require you to make a really strong decision. Your brain will try to convince you that the old thought is safer to experience. Because again, it is the same and your brain thinks safe equals same. But using our higher brain and functionality, we can make a strong and powerful decision to no longer believe that thought and choose consciously to believe something different. If you're wish-washy at all, (laughs) I guarantee you will fall back into old habits and patterns of thinking. You have to make powerful decisions. You have to decide. You have to trust your decision and you have to know and own who you are and the identity that you will hold. Your identity is something I would suggest doing a lot of thought work on. If you have thoughts about yourself, such as I'm not capable, I'm lazy, I'm bad at making decisions, you will create that reality. If you think you're bad at making decisions, you will not make strong decisions to change your thoughts. You will not make strong enough decisions that your brain will want to listen to you when you change your thoughts. We have to change our beliefs about our identity. So starting with yourself, I think it's the best place to start. If you believe I can do anything I want to do, I'm consistent, I'm disciplined, I'm a powerful decision maker, you will create that reality. And it may take time for reality to catch up with your beliefs, and that's what is explained as like a trial of faith, but you got to keep on watering. The day you plant the seed is not the day you harvest the fruit. When you plant a new thought seed in your mind garden, right, it will take a period of time where you'll be required to, to water dirt with no evidence that any plant's going to appear. But as you water, nurture, and provide for the thought, you let your brain give you evidence for it, you will see a plant appear, and then you'll be able to harvest that fruit. And so as you determine your goals, I think it's really important to determine your thoughts about yourself and your ability to accomplish those goals. Do the work, you guys. Think about what you are thinking about. My husband's business partner has said this to me a couple of times, and I just love it. It's like, think about what you're thinking about. So I'm going to tell you some of the things I'm thinking about this year, and then hopefully you guys can take what you learned here today and you can decide what you're going to think about this year. I want to encourage you and challenge you to spend more time on your thoughts and less time on everything else, like more time paying attention to your thoughts, more time changing your thoughts and more time aligning your thoughts. It is going to be more important than the perfectly meal prepped meals. It's going to be more important than the three hours at the gym. Change your thoughts and then those three hours at the gym, you don't need three hours by the way, but those three hours at the gym, they'll come pretty naturally. So here's some of the thoughts I'm consciously choosing to believe this year. Number one is I can handle any negative emotions that come to me. This one is really important for me because I tend to run from negative emotions. This year I'm practicing on Managing and handling my negative emotions, I am not afraid of discomfort. I even seek it out is a thought that I'm choosing to believe. I seek out discomfort and I'm not afraid of negative emotions. something that's helping me with this right now is that I've had a lot of migraines lately, and my migraines since being pregnant they're pretty they're pretty brutal. I decided to stop resisting. The pain, right? I started to, I decided to stop resisting the pain and I decided instead to work with the pain and to choose my thoughts consciously during the pain. And my migraines have got increasingly easier and it has been totally a crazy, interesting experience of seeing how resisting negative emotion actually makes it worse. So this year we're not going to resist negative emotions. We know we can handle any of them that come to us. Number two is I know what I want. I have often said, I'm just not sure. Like, do I even really want to do this? Is this how I want to spend my time? Is this how I want my house? And because of that, I haven't done what I actually want. And I actually think that was just my brain's way of keeping me safe because it knew that if I did what I want, I might have to risk rejection. I might have to put myself out there. I might have to get a little bit more disciplined with my time. And so... I've decided this year to know what I want. I decided what I want. I know what I want and I'm not easily influenced. Number three is I have plenty of time for what is important to me. I used to spend about time. A couple years back, man, time was such a thing when I had kids because it was like I felt like all my time had been stolen or something, which is such a victim mentality. But I've now learned that I have more time than I care to admit. And when I admit how much time I have, I realize I might not be using my time as wisely as I've always wanted. And so this year I'm deciding to believe that I have plenty of time for anything that's important to me. And I have this um, faith belief that's coupled with it, which is like, I wonder what, what God could do with one hour of my time. If I give one hour Of presence to this goal, I wonder what miracles could happen with that one hour. And I think it's a really fun faith thought to believe. Number four is that I have the best husband on the planet and everyone should be jealous. This is something I'm working on really, really believing. He's been really busy at work. I've been pregnant and hormonal and my brain has been offering me just some crappy thoughts about life. And this year I decided to change that. I was like, "You know what? I have the best husband and he is. He's going to edit this podcast. He does everything for me. He is the best and you all should be jealous." <laughs> Just kidding. But seriously. Okay, number 5 is that I'm really good at social media <laughs> and I don't have an annoying voice and I'm good at sharing my mind with others and I'm really good on video. I used to believe that like I was awkward on a video or that I wasn't good at social media. Or that like people get me in real life or when I have more time to talk, but when I have to say it in a short way, it's not as relatable. Those are all thoughts, you guys. And they're not true. Like, I mean, I could find truth for them, but I also could find truth for the opposite. And that is what I want to do because my result that I want is to grow on my social media and on my podcast. So I have to stop hating my voice, right? These are some of my thoughts that are going to help me get where I want to go at the end of the year. I want to encourage you to write out some of the thoughts that you're consciously going to choose to believe this year to get you where you want to go. As you do this, I believe that hitting the goals that you have is going to be a lot easier. I believe that having the results you want is going to come so much more organically and naturally, and it's going to be so much more enjoyable. So instead of like using grit and just like trying to get through all this misery, just change your thoughts and it will be so much more fun and so much easier. Let's do it together. This year is the year where we change our thoughts. I will see you guys next time. I hope you enjoyed this. Share this with a friend if you did, and we'll see you next week.